Welcome to the next chapter of As the Story Grows. I'm Brian Patton. Today we welcome Nick Mavaramatis, vocalist for October Ends, to the podcast. October Ends released Phases last Friday on UNFD Records. The band blends metalcore, electronic, new metal, and pop, and Phases is an interesting exploration of various sounds and does a record. I think it works really well together. As always, there are some song clips in this episode that will give you an idea of what the band sounds like, but make sure you check out the record in full and let me know what you think. Making the move to Newcastle to join October Ends right before the pandemic hit, and his influence in songwriting and what inspired phases. If you've looked around news surrounding social media these days, everything seems pretty bleak. If you've considered quitting social media, never fear. You can still connect with As the Story Grows by joining our mailing list or coming and hanging out on our Discord server. Links will be in the show notes. Enjoy getting to know Nick from October and... How are things going for you? Yeah, pretty well. Um, we're in, in the middle of uh, preparing for a show for the album yeah. launch. That's rad. Uh, where are you uh, currently in the UK? This just says English metalcore band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we are in Newcastle. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not originally from Newcastle. I'm actually from Greece. Oh. Me and the others are both from Athens, Greece. Oh, nice. I've been here a couple of years. Everybody else is from Newcastle, though. Gotcha. Gotcha. What was what brought you to Newcastle from Greece? Uh, it was actually the band. Like uh, the other singer, George, uh, has been in the band for a good few years. And then uh, I was invited as well. And oh, nice. Like, what the hell? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, let's go back. What was uh, growing up in Athens like for you? uh yeah it was was really nice uh, i grew up in the suburbs um when i was really young it was all good like the greek economy was good and that, <laughs> uh, but then it all went south um and then like it, it was never too bad for me but like growing up in a city that's like there's so many homeless people and like there's a lot of poverty and like uh, and a lot of unemployment as well it's like sometimes it isn't very nice even yeah. if things are not as bad for you still it's like not not very nice growing up there yeah yeah it's tough to see I know that all the time. yeah <laughs> yeah what got you into music what got me into music um it was um my school friends um uh, uh friends from secondary school um they started getting like into uh it was actually one friend of mine my best friend uh at the moment he started playing guitar and then he met another guy who was playing guitar and they started they wanted to start the band and then they were looking for like uh, a singer yeah i wasn't singing at the moment i i had no I, I wasn't a musician or anything i started learning after i joined <laughs> <laughs> uh 
And then they also needed a bassist, and because we couldn't find one, I I learned to play the bass as well. So <laughs> that's basically how I got into it. That's that's funny. That's funny. What were you listening to at the time? Like, what was uh, that musical direction early on in your formative years? Um, at that moment when I started doing music, I was a lot into like uh metallica like megadeth uh freaking motorhead yeah uh, scorpions <laughs> a lot like queen stuff like that yeah, pretty pretty like classic metal stuff yeah pretty pretty basic metal stuff yeah that's awesome what is the music scene like over there in athens especially if you were into like metal or wanted to play that in <laughs> Uh, you mean what? What is the scene over here now or back then? Back then, yeah, that you grew up in. Oh uh, right, yeah. Um, Athens and Greece in general is not like a very good place for metal. There definitely are people who are listening to it, and they're good fans. And the scene for a while was okay. Like you would go into shows, and like you would see a good amount of people and like decent like bands playing there but we were all like high school bands and like the bands that were older than us they were playing like really old school metal um there was never like a big like scene in athens it, yeah. it was just okay back at the time now i think there's very few bands actually mm. nowadays i think the scene is basically like non-existent mm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. What was your trajectory to when uh October ends gives you a call to join the band? <laughs> uh it was it was very funny actually because like I knew uh another Greek guy that wasn't uh the band back then. He was the bassist and uh he was I actually texted him because he he was also doing like his own solo stuff as a like uh he's a, he's a rap artist. And like I, I gave him a text, like I knew him and I was like, Oh, hey man, like your new song sounds great, fucking sick. And he was like, Oh man, I'm I'm sick of like doing rap stuff. Like I'm I'm I moved to England and I'm only doing metal from now on. Yeah. And he was like, do you wanna come? And I was like, Yeah, fuck yeah. And then at the time I was so fucking like uh i was unemployed i didn't have money at all he even bought me the ticket to like uh come here and like within like two months from that discussion that random like text hey dude your song's great i, I was in newcastle <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome what was that transition like from you from greece to newcastle um i was very unsure at the beginning because like it's not like I visited here to see like if I wanted to join the band or like if things would work out well for me. I just came here with uh, having in mind that like I'm gonna do it. So yeah. like whatever happens, whether you like it or not, you're going there. You'll do it. Yeah. Uh, so that was a little bit stressful, but like meeting the guys and doing music together, uh, stress went away and like things started going well really fast um other than covid like i came right before covid that, right. that was a moment, like bummer but other than that uh it, it was a good transition 
Yeah, yeah, that was going to be my next question. At what point in COVID did you make the transition? How was that for you? Kind of, I guess, were you living in like a band house? So like you guys were together when COVID hit? Or were you just like in this new city all alone and now in lockdown? <laughs> yeah, luckily, I was in a band house. Like, uh, it's two of us that live together. It's, it's different people um, yeah. now than it was back then. But uh, it was still like two people from the band back then, and if it weren't like if I I wasn't in band house, I I don't know if I would be able to like go through it. Yeah. Uh, because, to be honest, like I don't know too many people here. I don't know people from the scene. I don't know other bands, like. Uh, so yeah, uh, it went well because uh, we were in the band house. We were doing stuff together. We wrote loads of music. Uh, it, it was it was fine. Zodiac uh, in 2020. What was uh, the decision to release music during the pandemic? Just like you had the songs and wanted to get it out there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like we didn't even like write. Uh, I, that that was um, when I joined the band a little a little bit before we released Zodiac. So other than like two songs, I wrote. Uh, uh, sorry. I didn't write anything for this album. Okay. It was all like, demos that we had, like either uh, me or Michael. Um, and we worked together into like just producing them and like we just put it out there. Uh, it went surprisingly well for like the effort that we put into it. Yeah. Like I said, we, we didn't write much for that. It was like already when I joined the band, like I wrote like only Devil's Den and uh, Iridescent for that yep. album. Was there something you were bringing different to the band? Because like listening to the new album and listening to Zodiac, like there's a different sound, like there's way more pop elements and uh, electronic influence. Is that something you were bringing or something that just kind of happened naturally while you were writing over COVID that you could experiment more? Yeah. Um, yeah. Zodiac uh, compared to phases, like you said, uh, there's a massive difference to the sound. And uh, yeah, that's basically uh me and also alex joined uh the band after we released zodiac so alex is uh our second guitarist he's also doing uh the rap vocals mm -hmm. of the songs uh so we are the main song main songwriters for the new album uh whereas for like the last album it was me and michael but like like i said uh from the previous album i didn't write any songs mm -hmm. it was just demos and it was demos that I thought the band would like. It wasn't the demos that I would write as like myself. Mm -hmm. After being in the band for like a couple of years, 
the guys like are now trusting me and just like I basically do whatever I want to <laughs> hear as a musician. So yeah, that's the story of the evolution in our sound. That's awesome. What led you guys to UNFD Records? Um, I think that that has never been confirmed, but I'm okay. pretty sure that uh, we're with uh, United Talent Agency. Uh, they were the first uh, like serious people to approach us, and I'm pretty sure that they went ahead and like showed our stuff to like people, uh, including our management and UNFD as well. And um, it's a cool story because like UNFD um, approached us like almost like a few months after we got signed with our management company <laughs> and like for a year, like they've been like emailing us, Hey guys, do you want to get into a call with us? Do you want to get into a call with us? Let us know when you're ready to get into a call with us. And like every time our manager was being like, it's not the time right now. It's not the time right now. You got to wait. And it's like, we haven't really been talking, but we've been approached for like a year before we signed to them. Oh, wow. And then we recently signed as well. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Were you bringing to UNFD like s demos of like the new stuff you had been working on, so they knew kind of where the sound was headed? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did. Uh, I think the demos that we showed them were uh, Destroy Us All and um, the song that we're going to release this month. Uh, it's called Call Me Before I'm Dead. I, I, by the way, have you listened to the whole record? Or like, I have, yeah. Listened to the whole record. Like I did, yeah. Because yeah. it was, I heard the single and I was like, I asked, I said, can you just send me the whole record? Because I think I will like this band if I listen to the whole record. And, and here you are. So <laughs> That's amazing. That's good to hear. I, ho I hope you liked it. I did, yeah. <laughs> what What is your favorite song? Oh, man. What's my favorite song? Um of stars is really good um yeah destroy us all is killer uh what is it i think it's alive um stood out to me so all right okay yeah oh yeah we, we've talked about we kind of wanted to release that one as a single but right. it's probably not gonna be one of them <laughs> you know that you liked it though yeah that's awesome that's that's cool uh where the name phases come from for the record uh the name phases uh has a double meaning to it it kind of so one of the meanings is uh related to the music itself and the songwriting process of the whole album which i'm gonna explain in a bit and then the other one has to do with the lyrical content um so for the lyrical content it's like um you know, people go through phases in life mm. and because the songs don't have like a common, uh, a common theme or anything that like is, uh, sort of related to each other. They yeah. don't have a relation with each other. Um, the title phases kind of describes like what you're going through life. Uh, and it kind of talks about like, mental health issues um or like drug addiction which is um for us personally writing this album so going through a drug addiction 
is kind of like a phase because we none of us is like a permanent user or mm. anything we've been through phases where we used we've been through phases where we had like some kind of mental health issue either that's depression or like anxiety stuff like that or like uh a really bad like breakup phase that you go through mm -hmm. that's the phases meaning behind the lyrical content and then uh the music side of it um is pretty much the phases we were going through uh the music phases we were going through writing the album and what i mean by that is that uh me and alex who mainly wrote the songs um don't only listen to metal as you can probably tell yeah yeah so uh we went through phases we were listening to like chop or like r&b or like pop music uh or cyberpunk or movie soundtracks mm -hmm. um so depending on what phase we were going through we would write a song about it yeah uh not about it but like being influenced by that phase that musical phase phase we were going through so that's um yeah that, that is mainly of phases Do you feel it's easy to write a record like this where you can have Destroy Us All, which is like the super heavy metalcore track, and then you can have other tracks that are more trap, R&B, new metal inspired, and it's just like because of the way streaming music is, like there will be somebody who picks up the whole record, but there will be somebody who just says, I really like this song. And even if they don't like your whole album, they can still attach themselves to your band and be a fan of your band in some way. Yeah, that is that is like um, it, it wasn't something that influenced us on writing the album. We weren't like, oh, we're going to write a song that like trap people will like. Yeah, like some people will like. Uh, but at the same time, this is something that you can definitely get out of the album because that's what what the music is like uh yeah. so yeah i guess that's definitely a good point but it wasn't something that made us like that it, it didn't shape the record but it kind of turned into that at the same yeah time. yeah yeah there seems to be this influx among younger newer up and coming like metalcore bands where there's a lot more r&b trap pop music influence infiltrating the music do you think that just comes from the accessibility of streaming music or is there some i mean maybe something different from you from a band in america or france or whatever but like do you think there's something with the nature of streaming music i wouldn't say so like okay. for me i've been listening to r&b or pop or whatever that is like everything other than metal basically my whole life and <laughs> i think 
every person who writes music like that doesn't not every but like most people that i know of who write metal music they don't only listen to metal mm -hmm. it's it's been the past like couple of years that people have actually um uh, i mean it's been done before it's not like it's been done for the first time the past couple of years but, but it's been the past couple of years that a lot of people started doing that um putting more influences into their songs and i think it's because it's um uh, it's a weird thing to say but i think it comes a lot from uh bring me the horizon because mm -hmm. they were as far as i know the first people to like kind of really push like the limit as to what can be labeled as metal or what a metal band can do mm -hmm. and, and like with ammo for example their album ammo uh they did like whatever they thought they sounded cool yeah and that was acceptable by a lot of people i think that uh bring me the horizon being accepted for that thing there was there were obviously a lot of people who hated it and still do but there were a lot of people who like it and now because the metal community is like very a lot of the listeners are like very narrow-minded and if you do something that strays a bit from metal they're gonna like hate the shit out of you yeah and we've been getting, we've been getting hate like if you watch the comments on our youtube videos they're hilarious <laughs> uh, but at the same time there's a lot of people who love this kind of uh genre like blending and mashing so i think this is mainly why a lot of people started doing it and not give a shit about what one part of the metal community thinks yeah yeah i wasn't sure if like a younger generation was more just open to it and just than like that people like me who are old and st stuck in our ways of listening to music but i think like as i've listened yeah. to it i've come to appreciate it more and i think i've come to appreciate it more and on record than in single fashion because i like uh was yeah. it like the banks arcade record they're on unft too that was another one where i heard the singles and i was like ah, i don't know and then i heard the record and i was like oh no this is really fucking great so. <laughs> and, and, and same with your record yeah, i heard the single and i was just like let me hear the record because i'll like the record <laughs> you were like ah oh, i don't like the singles as much and then you're like <laughs> yeah it's true sometimes things just make more sense when you can see the whole picture so yeah it does make more sense yeah you said you guys were getting ready for a show any other plans for uh the rest of the year the year is coming to a fast close but 2022 2023 what's on the horizon for the band i not not yet like other than the album launch uh show we don't currently have any other plans sadly but uh it is something we're working on obviously and uh yeah we're hoping to have a tour or other shows like really really soon
Thanks for listening to As the Story Grows. Our intro music was written and composed by Jeremy Hunt. The As the Story Grows theme is by Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can join us at patreon.com slash as the story grows. Be a part of our community and join the ongoing conversation over on Discord. If you enjoy this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening. I never felt so young and alive as when I'm diving into a tomb. And now I'm learning as I listen along and the wheels are turning and I started a song. One good word and I'm gone. Oh, as the story Thank you.